Hello, and welcome to the first bonus episode of Investing Beyond Borders, a podcast from Aranda Law Firm that brings you regular insight on investment opportunities and legal and regulatory updates from throughout the Miranda Alliance world. In this episode, Maria Figueiredo, one of the partners in Miranda's global tax team, brings you an important update on recent changes to the Angolan tax framework that all investors active in the country or interested in investing in one of Africa's most exciting markets should be aware of. Sit back, relax, and enjoy investing beyond borders. Maria, the floor is yours. Hello to our listeners, wherever you are. All investors are well aware that a country's tax system, including not only its tax rates and reporting obligations, but also tax exemptions and benefits, and double taxation treaties, are one of the crucial aspects that needs to be considered when structuring your country entry strategy or changing your setup over time. The tax optimization of operations in emerging markets is an area where Miranda's advice is often sought, and Angola is no exception. Our Angolan tax practice has been fairly busy due to some important tax changes that have recently taken place and that we would like to share with you today. Under pressure from the IMF to reduce debt and increase non-petroleum tax revenue to drive state investment in diversifying the economy, Angola has approved a number of changes to its tax laws in recent months. First and foremost, one of the most significant changes is the increase of the withholding tax rate for non-resident providers of services from 6.5 to 15%. This change has a significant impact on companies providing services to Angolan resident entities and has, for instance, led to significant increase in costs in the upstream petroleum sector. Considering the impact of this measure on exploration and production activities, it gave rise to complex discussions between the oil companies and services providers and to initial rumors that the new 15% rate would not apply to the petroleum sector. However, the suspension of the application of the new rate did not materialize and there are currently news of a special regime for the petroleum sector being approved in the state budget law for 2021. There is also a possibility that the special regime will apply to oil field servant providers that have been hard hit by the new withholding tax rate. Until this special regime for the oil industry is approved in the state budget law for 2021 as expected, the increase in the withholding tax rate continues to apply to payments taking place after 19 August 2020 and until 31 December 2020. Considering the economic impact of this measure on companies operating in Angola, we believe there is an opportunity here for reviewing their operational structure and seeking to optimize how they do business in the country, restructuring of operations if possible through jurisdictions with which Angola has signed double tax treaties, providing for the application of a reduced 5% withholding rate is one option. Currently, Angola has double tax treaties with the United Arab Emirates and Portugal. This latest treaty with Portugal provides not only for a reduced withholding rate, but also for interesting solutions to avoid double taxation, such as a corporate income tax credit, that along with the language and cultural affinities, make Portugal each day more a hub for their investments in Angola. Other important changes regarding industrial tax, which is the local corporate income tax, include the elimination of the limitation of deduction of forex losses, a crucial measure at the time of uncertainty around the behavior of the Kwanzaa, and an increase of the period to carry forward of losses, which has gone from three to five years. Employees have also been negatively affected by the recent changes to the personal income tax regime, which include an increase of the applicable tax rates, with the highest rate now standing at 25% and the number of exclusions from tax having been reduced. Unless employers implement changes to their current pay packages, employees will be taking less home at the end of the month, which can be critical in a workforce already feeling the impact of COVID-19 and the deterioration of the exchange rate of the Kwanzaa in a country highly dependent on imports. 
On another note, property taxes have been streamlined with the approval of a single statute, setting forth the rules for the taxation of rented, owned and transfer of property. The big change in terms of taxation of property is the introduction of taxation for rural properties and those destined for construction, ending the previously existing understanding that such properties would not be captured by this tax. This should allow the state to obtain important revenue from large rural landowners and real estate companies and also help fight real estate speculation in urban areas. Finally, but also importantly, the General Taxation Code has suffered significant amendments, with changes to litigation procedures, some beneficial, such as the extension of deadlines for taxpayers to appeal decisions. This deadline has been increased from the previously applicable 15 days to a more dignified 30 days, giving taxpayers a better chance to defend their rights and interests. However, other changes have a more negative charge, such as the need to pay tax assessments in installments in order to be able to benefit from a stay in enforcement proceedings, a clear deterrence to tax litigation. Other changes are expected going forward with the new Tax Benefits Code currently under public discussion. As drafted, this new code aims to streamline and to a certain extent reduce the tax incentives available in Angola for private investment and other projects. Although this would, at least in theory, increase state revenue, it can have a negative impact on the ability to attract investment at a critical time when the country is seeking to attract the levels of foreign investment it has seen in the past and diversify the economy. With so much going on in Angola at the moment, please stay tuned for more changes in 2021. We hope you enjoyed this bonus episode of Investing Beyond Borders. Please join us again next week for more business and legal and regulatory news from the 19 Miranda Alliance jurisdictions. This podcast was brought to you by Miranda Law Firm and Miranda Alliance. You can find out more about our worldwide activities and assistance to investors at www.mirandalawfirm.com. This episode was presented by Maria Figueiredo from our Lisbon office and Luis Miranda from the Houston office. Content was developed exclusively for Miranda by the Miranda Alliance podcast team. Technical support is provided by Catarina Moraes from our communications department. All content is subject to copyright and protected by law.